know. A chance for you to get to know what's going on in and around your community and the fabulous people that make it happen. With today's guest, here's John Pasquale. Hello and welcome to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I am Jordan Patswold. Today we are happy to be joined by, uh, we're talking about Focus on the Families, Plugged In Reviews, and they cover a lot of ground and we're happy to be joined by Director Adam Holes. Uh, Adam, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm great, Jordan. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Now, uh, you're out of Focus on the Families main office in Colorado, I just understand? Yes, that's correct. We're in Colorado Springs. No, that's great. Uh, how are things weather-wise? We're freezing in like minus 40. We're still in this deep freeze right now. What, what know, are things like in Colorado? <laughs> it has been really, really cold. We've yeah? been below zero uh, some the last couple of weeks, but uh, the last day or so it's warmed back up a little bit again. So it doesn't, it's not quite spring, but it's not that bitterly cold, freeze your face <laughs> off when you go outside, you know that kind of cold like you guys have well we know when you say below zero that's pretty serious because that's on the fahrenheit scale so that's yeah uh, that's not too friendly either but uh, regardless it means lots of people staying indoors maybe watching a little bit more tv a little bit of movies uh, and that's what we're talking about with uh, plugged in now for those that uh, aren't familiar uh, maybe they're new to just hearing about focus on the family and all the programs uh -huh. that they have to offer let's give a brief uh, rundown exactly of what plugged in is all about well, Plugged In is Focus on the Family's Media Discernment Ministry, and you can find us at PluggedIn.com. And we've been around since the early 90s, and we review movies, TV, music, video games, and books, and, and tech trends. We're doing more and more with technology these days, mm -hmm. uh, especially on our blog. And by review, we don't just provide a review that says, hey, we thought this movie was awesome, hey, this movie's terrible. It's not really an aesthetic or artistic review, but what we really work hard to do is give parents and families all the information they need about the content that they can expect to find. So with our movie reviews, we break things down pretty granularly. We talk about the positive and negative themes. We mm -hmm. talk about sexual content, drugs, alcohol, violence, profanity, so that if you have an area that you're especially sensitive as a family, and it's like, I don't want my kids seeing that, you can find out exactly what's in the movie. Uh, and in a more general sense, we do that with TV, music, and games as well. So we want to equip parents to have all the information that they need to make really wise and discerning decisions and to be able to engage in conversations with their kids too. So it's not just, this is bad, don't go, but you know, what are the worldview issues in play that parents need to know about as well so that they can have intelligent and really informed and engaged conversations with their kids. Now, how long has Plugged In been around in, well, any kind of form? Well, we actually started as a newsletter in January of 1991, and that newsletter was called Parental Guidance, mm -hmm. and it became uh, Plugged In in 1995 and went from being a newsletter to a magazine. Uh, our website was launched in 1999, and the magazine went away in, in 2009, so we've just been a website only for about 10 years or so now. Now, the benefit, of course, just being online, it can easily be updated, uh, what's coming yeah. out in theater and things like that. Uh, pretty yep. much in tune with, like, if something's coming out uh, on a weekend, you can be sure that uh, Plugged In's going to be right there with a review rather quickly, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would. And these days, at least in the U.S., almost everything is opening on Thursday night now. They still have the Friday as the, as the official release dates most of the time. But most of the big movies, you can go see them at 7 o'clock on a Thursday night. And what that means for us is that if we have had an advanced screening, typically our reviews for movies for the coming weekend 
should be up sometime around noon to one o'clock on Thursdays. How big is your crew and team that are reviewing these forms of media? We just have four of us right now. At one mm -hmm. point, we had as many as nine, but you know, the last 10 years or so have been hard on, on nonprofits especially, sure. and uh, we're down to a, a pretty small crew right now. Uh, but we publish about 25 reviews a week on our website, on our blog. Uh, we do some video stuff on our YouTube channel as well. So just four of us. All right. Well, it's still an amazing, uh, I'll call it a ministry because you truly are doing oh, a, yeah, a service in, in terms of helping out uh, fellow Christians. And I would argue too, like this is more than just for mom and dad. This is just solid information, maybe even for uh, a young adult, perhaps maybe in their early twenties, really just being discerning yep. of what they are going to be watched or watching. Uh, maybe if they're uh, in university or college or something like that, they're approached by the group. Hey, does anyone want to go see blank? Uh, yep. They can kind of come across a plugged in review, give it that rundown, if you will, in some ways, kind of know what to expect or even make that discernment of a decision in their heart of whether or not this is something they want to be going to. Yeah, that's exactly right, Jordan. And I talk about families, but obviously the reach of our ministry is, is beyond that. That's sort of what we call our bullseye. We really want to help parents. But, um, you know, we review a lot of stuff that they're not kids' movies, so we're not writing to kids. Right. You know, this last week we had Arctic come out, which is a, a survival movie. This is not a movie that kids are going to be interested in. So we tend to write our reviews with the intended audience in mind. So if we're, you know, talking about how to train your dragon, the hidden world, we're writing directly to parents. If we're talking about, you know, an R-rated drama, we're not writing that from the perspective of whether that's going to be appropriate for kids or not. We're writing that, obviously, it's adults who are coming to look at those reviews. So there is some context involved with the way that we craft our reviews, but, but we, we definitely want to position ourselves primarily as a resource for families, and we understand that certainly our reviews can have value for people who aren't in that life situation. Now, I know this is also just such a great asset for parents to even look at as well, uh, just in addition to the letter rating system uh, or the age rating system, if you will, uh -huh. that, is, that does exist and is controlled by, I guess, uh, MPAA, is that correct? Yeah, uh, the Motion Picture Association of America. Now, again, uh, sometimes with that system, I know some parents have uncovered maybe a few flaws with it in some ways. It uh, maybe covers certain things, but maybe not other things. Again, Plugged In yep. is just able to provide that additional information with, uh, I know as some movie fans want to make sure, uh, without spoiling that experience in some ways. Yeah. Now, we work hard not to spoil things, but we do work hard also to give the information that's necessary. And when we do have a spoiler, we always put a spoiler alert up. And, you know, we usually only spoil things if it really is important for uh, our readers or somebody considering this movie to know that that particular content uh, is in the movie. You know, an example of that would be if a film has, a, you know, a character that commits suicide. That's a huge issue right now. So, you know, that would be an example of something we might say, you know, we see a character consider or commit suicide or something to that effect. Uh, even if it's an important plot point, that would be you know, the kind of thing that, that we would have to talk about. Um, but yeah, as a general rule, if it's just a, you know, 
something that's less significant, we certainly don't try to spoil anything. Right. Well, and an example that I can point to, I know this is going a few years back now, but it's when, when I was a teen, uh, Passion of the Christ, that movie came out when I was about 13 or 14 years old, and it was uh-huh. rated an R film. But, yeah. I mean, it was still a story of, you know, well, the Passion of the Christ it was within its name kind of thing. Obviously, uh, the depictions in its uh, realness, if you will, uh, that's yeah. what obviously made it such a a heavy film, if you will. Uh, but my parents just looking at it, weighing that, well, yes, uh, you're a teenager. It's going to be uh, a graphic in that way. And then just presenting to us, we feel like it's a story that's worth showing you. Do you want to, Jordan? So they kind of gave it us that option. And yeah. uh, so again, uh, sure, the R rating system says, oh, it's only it only should be for adults. But I mean, there's right. that discernment there that does exist that right. uh, and, parents can control and have. And using that information, they can decide uh, whether they're going to even give their child a choice, whether or not that they can see it or not. Totally. And I think that's a great example. And, you know, I think on the flip side that there there can be stuff that's rated PG-13 that when you look at the content, you would think, man, I would never want my 13-year-old exposed to that kind of stuff, especially when it comes to comedies. I mean, there's so much mm. sensual and you know, sexual innuendo that even if it's not visually graphic, man, the stuff that you can get away with in a PG-13 movie these days with regard to dialogue, um, you know, the ratings are just a, an initial jumping off point. And, and by the same token, there might be an R-rated movie that would have historic value or, you know, maybe it's R-rated for violence, like The Passion of the Christ, and you make a judgment call, uh, you know, is it worth seeing? I know um, I saw Schindler's List with my brother and sister when they were teenagers. They weren't 18 yet, um, but we made the decision that it would be great to go see this as a family and talk about it together because it dealt with such an important historical subject. So, you know, what you're talking about is the process of discernment, which is, really making a wise and biblically informed uh, decision about, is this something that's appropriate and good and healthy? And, and then if we make that decision, you know, the, the second half of it is we're going to talk about it afterwards. We're not just going to have, you know, a passive zoning out, um, you know. Quiet drive home. <laughs> exactly. We're, gonna, we're really going to engage conversationally with what we just saw. And so, that discernment piece and growing in discernment really grows on both ends of that spectrum, making a wise decision in the first place and then actively processing it as opposed to just passively consuming it. Adam Holes is our guest today on All You Ever Wanted to Know. Focus on the Family's Plugged In reviews can be easily found online. Just look up Plugged In uh, here in Canada. That's pluggedin.ca. Movie reviews, TV reviews, music, games, books, uh, all there. And again, so grateful for uh, having this uh, program uh, being offered to uh, families. It's not a subscription-based thing or anything like that. Uh, It's all there, all the information. Anyone can access it. And from my understanding, Adam, I know I've been clicking around a lot here. At, at no point it's going to be like a, a subscription fee that pops up that says I've seen too many articles or anything like that. You know, we have talked about that. There, there are no plans for that in the near future. And if we did, I think that we would go with, um, you know, something that was offering premium content besides, you know, the main review. Sure. I don't think there's 
any way that we're going to lock that content down. But I do see right there in the top right corner of the screen a Donate Now button as well. Yeah. I mean, people can, uh, with uh, just uh, their own uh, choice, uh, can decide, you know, this is a really good thing and uh, I want to support it and keep it going uh, as best we can. And so D Donate Now is right there in the top right corner of the screen. So uh, let's just throw an example out there if we can. Like, uh, let's give a rundown in case people uh, can't quite get to, to the website. Let's look at something like, uh, the new How to Tr Train Your Dragon, uh, the Hidden World movie. Uh, yeah. I know that one there. Uh, it's something that is rated uh, PG. So, like, let's again just give a rundown, if we can, of, like, uh, what sorts of things will you be letting folks know about this movie and how uh -huh. it kind of uh, all unfolds, if you will. Well, I mean, we give a summary of the movie, and this time around, if you're familiar at all with this franchise... Uh, we have our hero, his name is Hiccup, and he is a Viking clan leader. And his dragon is this sleek black dragon named Toothless because he doesn't have any teeth. And this time around, Hiccup and Toothless and some of their other friends have been rescuing dragons from slavery, and they make an enemy um, of a guy named Grimmel, who is a, a notorious dragon killer, and he is out to basically wipe dragons out. And so the movie is about the conflict between Hiccup and his dragon-loving people and, and Grimmel uh, as they sort of look for this dragon sanctuary that's been rumored called the Hidden World. Uh, along the way, uh, we get um, a little bit of a, a mild love affair between Hiccup and his longtime girlfriend Astrid as they move towards marriage. And we also see Toothless the Dragon has kind of a dragony uh, love affair with a white dragon that shows up. And so the way that we unpack this in our review, we talk about the positive elements, and, and the positive elements here really have to do with love in the bigger sense of, you know, when we love somebody, we're willing to sacrifice uh, for them, even if it means it's hard for us. Uh, we look at the spiritual content of the film. Um, this is set in sort of a Norse uh, mythological understanding, and so we get characters that say things like, oh, my gods, as opposed to the other you know, someone says Thor Almighty. So that would be the kind of thing that we would note in our spiritual content section. Um, sexual content, there's not really much that's truly sexual content, but we also talk about romantic issues here. Uh, mm -hmm. So we talk about Hiccup's relationship with Astrid. We talk about Toothless's relationship with this other dragon. Uh, and then we look at violence. And there's quite a bit of violence here, but it's, it's all kind of it's intense but slapsticky. So we kind of unpack that. Um, then with crude and profane language, which is our next category, you know, about as bad as we ever get is, you know, like the British uh, exclamation bloody, which probably is more problematic in Britain than it is in here because sure. we're not really, <laughs> we don't really talk like that. Um, and then the next category is drug and alcohol content, and there really isn't anything to speak of here other than somebody getting tranquilized. Um, and then we talk about other negative elements. There are a few crude gags and that sort of thing. And then our conclusion just kind of sums things up. You know, here are the, you know, restating kind of the main lessons that uh, you can expect to deal with in this movie. So that would be a real quick overview of the categories that we deal with and, and the kind of of information you would expect to find in a movie like How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. And clearly your writers like to have a little fun too. And as a yeah. line from Spiritual Conduct goes, Christian missionaries apparently haven't made their way to <laughs> the Ant Club of Burke. So you yeah. have some fun while you're at it too. <laughs> we do try to have fun. I mean, sometimes we get accused of being a little bit of a stick in the mud, but I think if you read our reviews, we certainly like to have a lighter touch 
where that is appropriate um, and, and really just uh, taking things with an appropriate level of seriousness, but not too serious, if that makes sense. I think so. That, that, that does make a lot of sense. Again, Adam Holes today, director of Focus on the Families, Plugged In Reviews, uh, joining us on All You Ever Wanted to Know. Visit PluggedIn.ca uh, if you want more information on their movie, TV, music, games, and books, uh, reviews. And uh, I think it's just so, so good, too, to just have uh, – how can I word this? Uh, I, I'm kind of reminded of the cliche, like, just the facts, ma'am, uh, because yeah. there it is. It, it is, in fact, just here is what the movie is going to get you. Uh, it's not uh, the editorial aspect of like, oh, you really should or oh, you really shouldn't, because, uh, again, it's sort of what you want to get out of it as uh, that parent or just person. When it comes to watching a movie, do you want to watch a movie that maybe has that uh, questionable contact, just be able to have that discussion afterwards about, well, hold on here, let's go back and talk about this from a biblical standpoint. Yeah, that's exactly right. We really do our best to provide an objective, factual overview of the content that you can expect to find. And you know what, every now and then we miss something and we have people who write in and say, hey, you missed this and we'll revisit it and, and, and update our reviews. But our goal is to get it 100% right the first time through. And, you know, we will give some opinions in terms of, yeah, this was good, this was not so great, but mostly we really want to try to give that objective information, as you've talked about, Jordan. Mm -hmm. uh, all You Ever Wanted to Know, once again, Adam Holes, All You Ever Wanted to Know is plugged in movie reviews. Uh, now, the Oscars uh, were on over the weekend, and uh, yeah. lots of people, I'm sure, tuned into that. I know I personally watch it just to create a list there with my wife as we're, like, seeing enough of the previews, if you will, that show up on screen as some of the movies come out. Now, uh, The Green Book was uh, the winner of uh, yeah. Best Film. I'm sure that's going to pique a lot of people's interest. Yeah. Uh, what uh, did Plugged In think of that movie? You know, The Green Book was an interesting film. This is a PG-13 drama based on a true story of a musician in the 1960s who wants to tour the South. And it's, it's a time that there's still a lot of racial segregation, a lot of tension, and so he hires a, um, a white guy from New York to be his driver. Mm -hmm. And it really is the story of their relationship of both of them, in some ways, overcoming stereotypes and preconceptions that they have about each other. Now, um, it's a, a movie that I think has some really terrific messages about, uh, about racism, about seeing, seeing life from another person's perspective, uh, it's got some sexual content that I won't go into detail here, but would really encourage people to take a look at our review because uh, there are a couple things that kept it from being sort of a slam dunk. Oh, man, this is a terrific movie. This is what one of those PG-13 movies that we would say some great messages here, but enough content that you don't want to just rush off and see this one without doing some research ahead of time. Mm. Well, and I know that's sometimes uh, the tricky part when people – hear a few people talking about the movie, uh, they can brush over some pretty important details, I suppose, that, yeah. oh, I wish I had known that before I had seen that. Here I thought I was going to be getting, uh, just as an example, a history lesson. But right. wait a second here, there's also all this other uh, baggage that can kind of come along with it. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And and interestingly, I mean, with not only with Green Book, with but with Bohemian Rhapsody and Black Klansman, sure. And Vice, were, those were three other movies that were based on 
on historical characters. Now, we can take issue on how accurate they were in all three of those cases. Sure. Uh, and actually the favorite as well. Um, but all of those are films that, even though they're historical, they've all got varying amounts of content that you're going to want to know about ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Again, people can read all these for themselves at pluggedin.ca. And uh, time's just flying by on us, Adam. So I want to also make sure people uh, know, as I've alluded to in the past, there's also TV reviews. Do they fall along the same vein as uh, the movie reviews, ultimately? Same with music? You know, they're, they're similar, but structurally they're a little bit different. Okay. When we, re- we review usually one new TV show a week, and then we go back and do what we call episode pickups. So um, if you look at our TV shows, each week we'll have new stuff, and then we'll go back and revisit new episodes of shows that we've reviewed in the past. And structurally, we have a kind of overview of the show in general, and that'll give you a basic idea. And then our episode reviews really deal specifically with the content in each particular episode. So, you know, TV is just exploding these days, and we, at the very least, we do one new show and one episode pick up a week, but sometimes we'll do as many as two or three new shows a week, uh, and sometimes, you know, two or three episode pickups as well. So we're really trying to get the stuff that's being buzzed about, not only on the broadcast networks, but on cable, on Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. You know, it's exploding so fast we can't even hardly keep up with it, but we're doing our best to to really tackle the buzzworthy stuff for TV. Now, games, uh, that's a particular reference to video games? Uh-huh, that's correct. Okay. We review one video game a week, and it's just one because games are more labor-intensive. You know, typically we'll spend a minimum of 12 hours on a game. Sometimes with a big game, we might spend 40 or 50 hours playing through a game to let people know what they can expect there. And, and we hit all the big ones and the ones that are generating buzz. And we, we also try to look for games that you might not have heard of before that are more family-friendly, you know, just to give you some alternatives to you know, a lot of the Emory stuff that has a ton of content in it. Again, big example, there is a lot of stuff that's uh, rated uh, something like the, I guess, the video game equivalent of G is E. And so yes, even there, correct. though, some discernment has to be there as well because uh, lots of stuff gets clumped there, but uh, lots of games have that uh, violence, whether it's depicting real violence or just cartoon. I know sometimes that's weighed a little bit lighter by some of the reviewers or those that are moderating who this is kind of targeted for. Yep, that's exactly right. And we we really do our best to, to cover both of them, and we try to get the big stuff like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we also will delve into the worldview issues like with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. That's a game that we reviewed recently. You know, this is an, uh, a game that's rated E, but, you know, we've got a little bit of worldview stuff to deal with there. So, you know, we talk about some of the Eastern spiritual roots of the game, and it's not necessarily a deal killer, but parents need to be an, aware that it's there. So that would be an example of you know, a game that doesn't have a lot of glaring content issues, but still might have some issues that, that parents would want to be aware of before their kids start playing that game. Now, in terms of books, I, I mean, oh boy, uh, how can you stay on top of uh, all the books that are written out there in the world? But uh, just from giving a click, I know you look at some of the uh, the bigger names in terms of books that fall into that kind of Christian category, but then also providing some top tens, which provide, I guess, some yeah. insight for families too about, you know, hey, here are most definitely some safe go-to options for you. Yep. No, we really try to cover everything from, you know, the young adult fiction that is generating, you know, big sales to we go back and pick up classic books that you might be, you know, reading in a homeschool context. Um, 
you know, so we would do everything from the Hunger Games to Fahrenheit 451. Mm. You know, we recently reviewed Dune. Uh, we do kids' books. We do stuff that's more aimed at teens. So um, we have a, an extensive library of books that we have reviewed. Uh, and, again, I think especially if you're in a homeschool context, that could be uh, a really great help for you. Well, Adam, once again, uh, thanks for being part of our program today, giving us some incitement on uh, Plugged In and uh, all that it has to offer. Hopefully people can uh, give it a click uh, or already have been giving it some clicks. And obviously, like uh, most of Focus on the Family's programming, it's uh, through the users that are helping keep them running. So if you believe in what uh, Plugged In and all the rest of what Focus on the Family has to offer, offer, support them any way you can. Thanks again, Adam, for being on the program. Thanks so much, Jordan. Enjoyed being on. No problem. All you ever wanted to know on The Rock 98.5. Until next time, have yourself a wonderful day. Be blessed. Stay tuned. The Rockin' Radio Auction is on the way after this. Thanks for listening.